Well, hey there, my friends, and welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Avoiding the comparison trap. Have you ever gotten stuck in your life, in your business, because you have been comparing yourself to the progress or success of other people? I know that I have. I know that sometimes I see what other people are doing and um, I see the life that other people have and what they're experiencing. And I think, you know, I want that for me. Oftentimes, though, if we would just have a mindset of gratitude and we would look at the actual um, benefits and, and just grace and just the, the wonderful um, the wonderful things that we've been given in our own life, if we were to look inwardly, we would see that we have so much to be grateful for and so much to be thankful for. So in this episode, I want to talk through a few different things that have helped me um, think about how to avoid the comparison trap. What's interesting is, and I hadn't planned to talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, What's interesting is when you start doing things more in public, um, like this podcast, and especially being on YouTube, um, what you find is that other people are like helping you um, negatively with this comparison thing. What what I'm, I didn't say that very well. What I'm trying to say is that other people compare you to others for you and sometimes make it seem like you're not doing as good as them, even though they don't really know anything about your story. So for example, my most popular YouTube video is the podcast where I said uh, that you shouldn't really do unlimited subscription web design. Um, And basically my point was like, don't copy the design joy model, do this instead. And the idea is to, you know, build the plan. Like we talk about the 18 month lease, et cetera. And uh, I've gotten so many hate comments on that YouTube video. Um, and, And what's interesting is like, I would say 50 to 60% of them, maybe more, are specifically commenting about how the owner of Design Joy, I think his name is Brett, like drives a Tesla and has, uh, you know, makes a million dollars a year. And I'm like, oh, so, so you don't know anything about me. Like, you don't know what I drive. You don't know what I make per year. Um, and so number one, you're judging me without even knowing who I am or any of those additional details. Also, since when is who makes the most money um, the uh, the marker of success, right? Um, I know a lot of people who make a lot of money and they do so in ways that are not profitable um, or they're not legal or they're not moral or whatever have you, okay? So just because one model is making a lot of money doesn't mean that it's the right model to go with. You'd have to have more information. And so... Um, What's interesting is the more that you work in public, right, the, which I, I think is a great idea. I think you should work in public because that's how you get work, right? I mean, you got to, I think you should be blogging. I think you should be maybe even podcasting, especially if you're in some sort of a niche with your web design business. Lots of things there I think you should do. So you should be in public. But the comparison trap gets even harder when you find other people that are running those comparisons for you and telling you about it. So here are some things that have helped me with that and I think will help you. Um, you need to realize, first of all, that you are only racing against yourself, okay? You are only racing against yourself. The only person that you should be comparison, uh, excuse me, comparing yourself to 
is you yesterday, okay? And this might sound a little odd or, or controversial, but I also think that you need to be careful about comparing who you are today with who you want to be in five to 10 years. Now, hear me out. There's nothing wrong with having a growth mindset with personal and professional development and all of those things. Um, but there's a interesting book called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Ben Hardy. And what they talk about in that book, the, the basic premise is that most high achievers are that way because they don't get stuck in the trap of comparing themselves to what they want to accomplish, but by looking at where they are now and comparing themselves to where they have been. And um, I have dreams, I have goals, I have aspirations of where I'm going, but I must admit that um, I unconsciously, uh, I think I'm, I'm doing this right in the sense that whenever I think about where I am right now, I often think about where I was just seven short years ago. And it was in a completely different place of life. Actually, it's, it's coming up on eight years. It's coming up further, further, further away. But me and that 2015, 2014, 2015 era, I was a completely different person than I am today. And when I compare who I am today versus that, of course, there are, you know, there's always things that change. And like sometimes you wish you were, you were more of one particular way from the past and all that. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I think I'm I'm perfect now, but I've definitely leveled up. I've definitely grown. I've definitely taken more responsibility. I've definitely become a learner. I've become more motivated. And I can very easily compare myself to that old Steve. And, and I like what I see. So it's the gain that I'm looking at instead of the gap between who I am now and who I want to be. Okay. And if you can learn to look at your gain and who you are now versus who you were, versus who you are now and who you want to be. Like, that's a good thing too. But keep in mind the gain rather than the gap, okay? The next thing is I want to talk about playing the infinite game. Playing the infinite game. So we oftentimes think that, uh, we, we think in terms of, of business as a game, in terms of what game theorists call a finite game, okay? And in a finite game, you have winners and you have losers, Okay, and you use words like destroy the competition and, you know, like wipe everybody out and take over the world and world domination even and all of that. And it's a subtle it's a subtle thing, but the words you use matter and they affect the way that you think. And so when you're thinking about this um, as a game of if you think about business as a game of, of winners and losers, then if you're losing, that means other people are winning. And if you're winning, that means other people have to lose. But that's not how the game works. And fortunately, in the WordPress, especially the Divi community and lots of other communities that I have found, um, we've realized this. And, and, and web designers are actually pretty good about co-opetition um, instead of competition, right? Working together with the people who um, you would traditionally think of as your competition to combine your strengths and work together on client projects. We do this well. Um, in uh, the WordPress web design community writ large. And I'm thrilled for that and excited about that. But what you need to remember is that you are not, in the strictest sense, competing against everybody else, even in your local area or just whatever your niche is, who does web design, who does the work that you do, okay? Number one, if you're using a subscription web design model, you are automatically differentiated from them in your business model, okay? So that's one feather in your cap right there. As soon as you get this going, 
99% chance you are completely differentiated from them and your offering is entirely different than theirs. But even regardless of that, you need to be thinking in terms of the infinite game, in terms of the game that never ends, in terms of the game where you are comparing yourself to your progress instead of comparing yourself to others and where they're at. You're not trying to destroy the competition. No, instead, you're trying to create a life and a business that is successful. And what do we mean by successful? It means you can pay all your bills and support your family and plan to save some for the future, right? I mean, as far as um, uh, successful in terms of like, you know, being able to live and support your family, like what more could you want? I mean, obviously you want to be able to have some money to give, all of that as well. It's, it's all very important. But if you could take care of your family, save some for the future, m pay all your expenses, like you've got a successful business. Congratulations, <laughs> you know? You don't need to take over the world. You just need to have a successful business that allows you the freedom and the lifestyle that you love. So play the infinite game. Don't play the finite game. All right, third, it's important to realize that you don't know their story and they don't know yours, okay? You don't know their story and they don't know yours. How many times have you been in a situation where you're comparing yourself to someone and maybe it just hits you? That, you know what, I don't know what they had to go through to get there. And maybe I wouldn't have wanted to go through what they had to go through to get where they are. And I bet if you looked at yourself, you would say, oh, like people who look at you and say that you're an overnight success or you're successful or you're, you're this or you're that. I wonder if those people would be willing to step into your shoes and do what you did to get where you are. And the answer is probably no. So you don't know their story and they don't know yours. And you can't control whether or not they judge you, but you can sure control whether or not you are judging them. And by judging them here, I don't even mean looking at them judgmentally. I more so just mean like judging their success against yours and thinking that you have the right to have attained that same success or whatever. Well, you have just no idea what they have gone through. And this is what frustrates me back to that story about Brett. You know, uh, with, with Design Joy and those YouTube comments, like people don't know me. They don't know as much of my story as maybe they think they do just because I make some of it public. And look, I don't know much of his story, but I'm not envying his success. I'm saying, yeah, I know he's successful. I can see his success, um, but I don't necessarily want to go down the path that he went. And, I, and I, I'm not so sure that anyone should follow in that path, um, at least people who are trying to you know, build the stable recurring revenue uh, model that we are here. Okay. Again, if you want to do that, fine. I, I, again, I don't have anything against his model. I'm just saying, look, you might want to consider something else. And in, in that other episode, I gave the reasons why. So you don't know their story. They don't know yours. Um, fourth, it's getting 1% better every single day. I've heard this and I believe it's true. If you are constantly looking to improve yourself and you can level up in multiple ways, taking a 10 minute walk every day is a way to level up reading the Bible every day, reading some other books every day, nonfiction books, even for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever you can do to get 1% better every day, watching some YouTube videos, not, not going off the rails, but like planning to watch some YouTube videos and just leveling up. If you're constantly getting better every day, that adds up to um, just compounding dividends over the course of your life. But if you're not focused on self-improvement at all, then all you can do is watch as the world passes by you and you remain stagnant. That's not okay. It's not okay. And it's real easy to get caught up in the comparison trap when 
everyone else around you is moving so quickly and you're moving so slowly. Now, there are times when you are, um, you, as long as you're intentional, I think it's okay to move a little slower. Uh, so for example, um, I would love to have a nicer car than I currently have. Okay, just being transparent, right? I We drive a minivan and it's like 2011 and that's fine. It's a nicer car than some people have. Um, and, you know, it's 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 got a few mechanical issues. It's not in the greatest of shape. I would love to have a new car. What I don't want to have is a car payment. <laughs> so it's not that I couldn't necessarily afford a car payment. It's that I really don't want to have a car payment. Like, I really bad don't want to have a car payment because they suck the life out of you. And that doesn't upset me. It doesn't bother me. It's an intentional choice based on where we're at right now, our priorities right now, and our lifestyle right now. And so if you're just comparing yourself to other people in terms of, oh, well, they have this thing that's nicer than mine, that is not a way to live, okay? Again, I would not want their $700 car payment. And so, therefore, I don't get a car that requires a $700 car payment. That's crazy. Um, for me, might not be crazy for you, crazy for me. So that's what I'm saying. If we just constantly get 1% better every day, then we're golden. And we have to realize that sometimes we're going to intentionally stagnate in certain areas where others may interpret it as success. But again, we're not caring about what others think. We're caring about what we think and what we do. That's what matters. And that's what's going to change the game for you and help you avoid the comparison trap. Okay. And then the last thing I want to talk to you about here is that it's not doing just one thing. It's doing everything. Okay. It's not just one thing that's going to move the needle. Okay. It's not, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's everything that you're doing together. It's all of these things. It's not just playing the infinite game. It's also making sure that you're only racing against yourself. It's also getting 1% better every day. It's also not judging other people and trying your best to shield yourself from the judgment of others. It's not, it's not just doing one thing. It's everything. It's doing everything together, working your plan, staying focused, not getting caught with the blinders, not getting shiny object syndrome, not buying every app on AppSumo. Okay, not trying every new business model and business plan that comes out. Find something that is, is going to work for you. Stick with it. Execute on that day after day. Get 1% better. And don't compare yourself to somebody else's journey. You just don't know their story. And it's a dangerous place to be. And as I mentioned, don't compare yourself to you 10 years from now. Okay, set that goal. Visualize that. Have a plan to get there. But compare yourself today to who you were last year this time, two years ago this time, three years ago this time. I bet you'll be amazed at the progress that you've seen in yourself and you should be proud of that. Okay, God bless you guys. Take care. Make sure to visit subscriptionwebdesign.com if you want to join our group coaching and mentorship program. We would love to have you. You guys take care. We'll see you next time. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.